It is Jacqueline Kitzman. This is the Awakened Tarot Podcast. You're laughing at the way my voice cracked when I said hello. <laughs> we have a guest today. This is Ian, Ian DePriest. Hello, this is Ian DePriest. <laughs> you, you will remember Ian from episode three of the podcast where we talked about the Empress. I'm really excited. So first I want to start out with a little bit of what the fuck is happening in the world with Jacqueline. Oh. Move into housekeeping and then yeah. we're going to start the card. The world is a mess. Everything's a mess. But it's okay. We should still be watching. It's not okay. But it is something that we should be paying attention to. I'm going to say this every single day. There's there's just too much happening in the world right now to not have our eyes at whatever, you know, at reputable news sources. Mm-hmm. Um, one I really love for the, um, r- you know, the Russian aggression against Ukraine is the Kyiv Independent, K-Y-I-V independent um kiev that is the ukrainian spelling of it um and it has been just a wealth of information if you're looking for a reputable source to get your information from moving into housekeeping we have uh we have a patreon i'm adding new stuff to it every day including a really awesome conversation that ian and i are going to have after this recording we'll do another recording and it'll go to patreon on the somnia tarot deck which i'm really excited about yes i'm very excited to talk about it yeah, so if you're interested in, ha- in hearing that conversation and our takes on the imagery through the Somnia Tarot by Nicholas Bruno, you can check out Patreon, which is in the link in the show notes. Or you can also get the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at Awakened Tarot on Instagram. Are you guys sick of me talking about that yet? No, Good. keep oh, oh, talking. <laughs> Well, there we go. Um, this is actually a podcast where I talk about my Patreon. Did you yeah. know that? No, I did not. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. So, actually, I'm really excited. The card we are going to talk about today is the Nine of Wands. Nine of Wands. The I'm Nine of Wands. I'm just going to be an echo. <laughs> You're just, just going to parrot everything I say. Yes. Um, the Nine of Wands. So, what I'll go ahead and start out with is nines are about the way that I teach it and the way I taught you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about like a reflection or an honoring of what was honoring what Mm -hmm. you've been through. Yeah. Um, that is very true in every single nine, even the nine of swords, which I feel is the one card that people are going to argue with me about, but that, but I promise you that even in the nine of swords, it's about remembering that everything you worry about has already happened Mm -hmm. and you're in a safe place. Yes. So honoring those anxieties and then moving forward. Yes. Um, I'm parroting everything you're saying. <laughs> well, what do you? How do you feel about that? About how, the nine of swords, just or nines the nine of, in general. The nines, nines in general. Um, I think. I mean, you're the one who taught me tarot, so it is kind of. So you think what I think? Yeah, it's kind of aligning <laughs> up in the similar situation of like, yes, it is about um, honoring your journey to that you've had so far. But I don't know. I think depending on the suit itself. Um, it colors it slightly differently because like, even if you think about, you know, the, the nine of cups or the nine of pentacles, it's like, it's, it's a kind of different take on, I guess the journey itself. I don't know if that made any sense, but like, um, I'm trying to remember what the nine of cups looks like at the it's moment. It's the person and they're sitting under all of their cups. Yeah. And the, the same thing with the same thing with the, the, the nine of pentacles. It's like a display kind of right of like all the things that you have. Whereas like for the nine of wands and the nine of swords, it doesn't feel more like a display of 
of look at the things I did, you know? No, it's it. So it's like it, it ranges the spectrum, right? Of um, things that we would consider positive and things we would consider negative, like the nine of swords and the nine of wands. You look at them and they're not exactly like cheery fucking cards. Yeah. Whereas the nine of pentacles and the nine of cups, you do look at them and you're like, oh, wow, these are great. The argument is that each in each case you are in some way honoring like in the nine of wands specifically and we'll dig into that. It's this person and they look wounded Mm -hmm. and they're standing with all of these um, one wand is a crutch and the other are the arrows that have landed behind them. Some of them may have injured this person in the process, but they're sitting there and they're like, okay, yeah, like all of these things, some of them hit where I wanted and some of them didn't. But that's okay. Now, how do I reflect on this? Even if it's not necessarily like happy, it's still valid to be like, this is an like process. Yes. What went wrong and what went right? I, Tara is funny because every time, every time I come here and I sit with you and we pull a card to talk about, there's always a thing in my brain of like, I want to talk about a particular card. I would like to really discuss this thing that I would, you know, I love that I think I know well. And then the thing you always pull is the thing that I don't know. And that is hilarious to me. But I think it's also very appropriate because it's a thing that I need to learn or am learning in the process. Such as last time we were talking about the Empress, I was going through a very, very um, Empress time in my life. And today we pulled, you know, the Nine of Wands and you were talking about honoring journeys and passions and creativity response corresponding to the wands and i feel like a lot of kind of that energy is happening for me too like i had i've been pursuing you know a different kind of like artistic career and passion and a lot of these creative stuff has ended for me in a collective space but i'm i'm seeing now how it is a time for me to also reflect on that and also know that like the journey may be ending or it seems to end, but there's actually so much more to go further. And it is a good time to kind of reflect of like what you've done, whether good or bad, how it has served you, how you can learn from it and gain wisdom from it. And then like take that forward and take that home so that you can, the next chapter of that journey if that makes any sense no it definitely does um the nine is a really interesting like twos are kind of like that reflection of self like self-reflection that mirror kind of card mm-hmm. nines are a different kind of like it, honoring where you've been and you see that in the nine of the major arcana the hermit mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. um the nine and the hermit is they have this light in front of them and they're letting that light guide them forward that light of truth that thing that sparks yeah. them or they're going into solitude to carry that light inwards yeah and they're sitting with themselves with it yeah. and that is that is the heart of every nine you see going forward in regards to the nine of wands it's passion and spirituality and creation and um pursuing the things that you love to do even as they change and shift or yeah. in the nine of cups it's that very um that kind of like emotional like look at all of the things I foresee going well and all of these things that I have for myself, like all of these things that I've collected and how full my cup is. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 kind of reflecting it doesn't mean it's like everything is good but like reflecting on all of the things that you've accomplished in the yeah. nine of pentacles it's the physical manifestation of all of the things that you that you now have in your life from relationships yeah. to you know sometimes money or your community your friend group mm-hmm. the knight of swords it's all of these things that you've already tackled and gone through like yes maybe you're feeling triggered in some way but you're in a safe place and you know that yeah um i think now that i i have spoken a little bit about this or have some time to like gesticulate in my brain about nines um nines uh i i think i like the relationship with the hermit um i also think that um i don't know numerology very well so i don't know like what the the number nine signifies um but you know I was born on the 9th of December, so I sure like <laughs> I'm sure something has to be important there. Um, oh, I'm sure. And like, you know, 333 is a I feel like a special kind of number as well, and 3s are always been a very special number to me personally um as I've gone through my life. So if you're thinking about expansion and expansion times 3, you know, of itself, I think you can think about it in a more exponential way of like now, ah, I expanded, I am expanded and I'm going to expand some more. But now, again, let's take the time before we grow again mm-hmm. to pause. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a pause. And if you think about it, it's a penultimate card before the end of us, before the end of like um, the mastery part. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you're learning to master the ace mm-hmm. before you get to the court card. So it's the penultimate. Um, and when you think about penultimate cards, you think about judgment in the major arcana, mm-hmm. which is also this kind of like this pause, this breath of, okay, um, this is my reckoning with everything that has happened previously before I go into this completely full circle. Like I talked about in the world, I think, I believe la two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Two weeks ago. And it's that full circle. So in the nine or in the penultimate card, it's this chance to rise up, reflect, take a breath, take a beat, and then recalibrate before you finally fucking hit send. (laughs) It's kind of like a proofreading of an email, right? It's kind of like, okay, I've written the entire thing. Now I need to proofread it before I send it out. Yeah. I mean, just looking at this card back to the nine of wands. You know, you have a person that is leaning on one wand and all the other eight is behind them and they have a bandage on their head, you know, in this kind of like field or whatever. Yeah. Or or mountainside. And um, And this is in the Smith Rider weight that we're looking at right now, by the way. Yes, it's in the Smith Rider weight. And they're kind of still like looking off in the distance away from the wands that they have not even at the wand that they're holding and leaning against. but they're not looking forward they're looking back yeah they're looking back off into the distance and you know i think it's appropriate for that we pulled this card today because i feel like this energy is kind of here with us today um we're recording at a time of like we're changing with daylight savings time in the americas um and you know, <laughs> my body definitely has not changed with the hour skip ahead into time and what is time and it doesn't, you know, matter. But still, I feel the sense of this kind of like tiredness, this kind of like um, slowing down, this kind of like rawness, you know, in in my body. And 
I think, you know, right after the eight where everything is just arrows and there's not even a person, it's just arrows that speed right ahead. And now you're here and it's like, okay, I got hit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It's kind of like, um, you know, in the, I always talk about how we use the wands. It's very interesting in this card, how the wands are being used. Correct. Cause you have two different, you have a set of wands being one thing and a set of wand and like in one wand being a different thing. So in the back, you see all of the eight, I would say arrows that you see in the eight of wands. So they shot and now they're all behind this person who has one wand that they're kind of leaning on almost like a crutch. Um, you could also make the argument that this is supposed to represent the actual like bow mm. that they used um, and they're using that as a crutch. So that's what, you know, they're leaning on it in that way. So one of the ways that I like to teach this card is this person is looking backwards at the way the arrows came. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're in the nine of wands, it's almost looking at like. In the seven, you have this kind of um, self-realization because sevens are about self-realization and you have this, what am I willing to fight for? What am I willing to put down? What am I defending? What am I actually trying to control here? In the eight, you have this moment of, okay, I'm going to shoot my shot, shooted my shot. Yep. I never, I I shooted my shot. I shot my shot. And you're, you're in an area of suspension, just like the arrows, right? You were also suspended in this waiting of knowing that everything is moving forward but you don't know where they're going to land. Yeah. And then in the nine, it's that it's that effect, right? Yeah. We've gone through the cause and effect process of, yeah. okay, this is where I got injured. This is where I miscalculated. This is what, this is where everything landed. All of those shots I shotted. Yeah. Shots I <laughs> All those shotted. shots I shotted. This is where they are. Now, how do I move forward? You learn from the past mistakes. You learn from the past successes. Yeah. You hold those with you and then you scoop all of this stuff up and you move into the 10. Yeah. Um, so it's a really interesting kind of card of, be, because this person is wounded, but they're not bleeding. This isn't, you know, some no. people will look at this card because this person has like a bandage on their head and they'll be like, oh, like you are not successful. Like this was a, yeah. a miscalculation. You're injured. What you wanted to happen was not fruitful. And I would argue almost like that it that it takes a more neutral stance of how can you learn from both your successes and failures moving forward to make a more beneficial and um, harmonious, to get a more beneficial and harmonious outcome. Yeah, I mean, like, even if you look at the cards, all of the wands, they're not, like, dead. They're not Hmm. withered. They're not decrepit. They're not broken. Well, that's me right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) They're not Jacqueline, you know? (laughs) I I had to take a... Thousand milligrams of CBD to calm the fuck down this morning. <laughs> Scalpel, paddles. I don't know. Uh, anyways, but if you look at the wands, they all have growth on them. They all have like they're sprouting beautiful green leaves, every single one of them. And I think it's about a state of being. It's about a state of like we have been through this moment, good and bad. And there, and even like take out the the essence of what is good and what is bad. It doesn't matter. I think at this point, it what matters. I think is really just taking in everything that you've done, where things have grown, despite what you think was wrong, or in spite of what you think is good. What that consequence of creation is. Well, yeah. Well, because even like I mean, listen, you don't know this about me, but I. Well, you do, but <laughs> the other people listening to this who are invisible to us right now, yeah, hello. you don't know this about me, but I can't draw. 
worth a shit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Can't do it. I can draw flowers and I can embroider flowers. Yes. And that is the beginning and the end yeah. of my creative ventures. In the form of, yes, that is the alpha <laughs> and omega of my art process. But one of the things that you do is like every time this cor- this correlates, I promise you, yes, is I'm, that I'm anytime following. I draw something yeah. or I do something, yeah. it can it can be either that piece of paper can be used for something else. Like, okay, like I drew something really ugly. It could be a paper airplane or I drew something really bad, but now it's funny. Yeah. But now it's funny or I do something really bad and maybe I could give it to somebody else and they can make it better. Yeah. It's a don't look at like failures as failures. Look at them as a chance for collaboration or yeah. a chance to make something or do something different or an invent or an invitation to do something a different way another time or to do something the same way. But then change how you handle it Yeah, or change the reaction or change the direction that it's going because you already shot you know your shots you shoot it you, you try shooted, yeah you, you try shooted, and figure out the grammar you, you of shooted that your shots in the eight <laughs> and so now it's like it doesn't matter now now what really yes. matters it's 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 really just and again if you go to the root of the wands it is creation you created and it is not good or bad it just is it just is and the thing about the nine of wands in regards to the person looking back understanding your past to be able to go forward mm-hmm. it's not even about so much like the sorries or the yeah. recognition or the recognition of failure anything like that a lot of it is just okay this is what happened how is this going to create my path forward yeah yeah there's so there's so many seeds to be sown there's so many buildings to me made with the wands there's so many fires to create it is about are you talking about arson yes i'm talking about burning buildings down <laughs> there's so many fires to put out please do not do this at home it is dangerous <laughs> oh my god but yeah it's it's kind of up to you what you do and and i guess again bringing back the reflection piece of it reflecting back and not thinking about failures in the sense of this is bad or good in the sense of what have we created and what have we started and now what have i learned yeah you know so with that in mind for the smith rider weight um pull out your somnia tarot so one of the things that i wanted to do with ian and the conversation that will carry on further for the bonus patreon um is talking about how interpretations can slightly change depending on the deck and how that and how that deck serves you. So we're going to talk about how we see the Somnia and how we use it later. Yes. But what I want to do here is compare the imagery of the Nine of Wands in both the Smith Rider Weight and the Somnia and talk about how the meaning can slightly change, shifting to a different deck. And not even so much that the meaning changes, but the lens that you view the meaning can mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. Because in the Somnia Tarot, so I'm going to describe this as best I can. It is a ocean or a body of water. And in the far back of the card, you see someone almost in shroud holding up an umbrella, not like an actual umbrella, like a Mary Poppins umbrella. They are umbrella. Yeah, Rihanna. Yeah, they are. You see Rihanna see in the Rihanna. background of this card. Um, <laughs> holding an umbrella. Holding an umbrella. Um, and then in the more like uh, forefront of the card on a rock is a chandelier that looks like it's fallen and crashed on this rock. And in the chandelier are nine candles that are um there are nine candles but only some of them are lit some of them have Mostly blown lit. out yeah some of them are out so most most of them are still lit you know yeah so one of the one of the ways that i find that 
imagery wise, because the Somnia Tarot does reflect on the Smith Rider weight. Yes. Um, it really it does it, to a certain extent follow that imagery, especially I would say in the major arcana. They mm-hmm. do try to recreate different stances. Yes. Um, but in this card, what you have is what looks like an injured source of light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Almost like broken. Some of the candles have gone out. So in the other one, you talked about the twigs mm-hmm. or the sticks and the Smith Rider weight all blooming and all fruitful. But that's not the case in the Somnia Tarot. There no. are some candles that are completely blown out. Yeah, because again, in the depiction of it is on a chandelier. If you like Phantom of the Opera, this chandelier into the ocean, I guarantee you that not all the bulbs will be there, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So some things are out, some things are on, and it's still in the middle of the ocean and it's still reflecting um, the light that it still has. And again, I think the the shift is, what is interesting is that the person this time is not in the foreground. They're actually in the background. They are. And they're holding up an umbrella in the middle. It's not raining. They're holding up an umbrella. But I would say that it's almost to symbolize them that even though some of their candles have burnt out and even though their chandelier got fucking smashed, um, they will not be put out. Yeah. I, I like that. That and it's also like foreseeing, I guess, a little bit of the future of what's to come and learning of what has happened to the chandelier. Mm-hmm. Because I vaguely remember in the Somnia, even the Eighth of Wands, it is a depiction of a chandelier swinging. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that in my brain, I just played like Chandelier by Sia. So like that whole entire vibe of Eight of Wands in the Somnia for me is like, I want to swing on the chandelier. And it's just like full blast, full tilt, like no matter what it is, whatever it is. And that song is actually pretty dark, even though it's a bop. Listen to the lyrics. But like. <laughs> uh, we are actually, this podcast is about sponsor, pop artists. Yes. Sponsored we've got by Rihanna. Sia. <laughs> we've got Sia. But at the speed of which that chandelier was moving, now it's finally crashed on the rock and they can be like, got it. We've swung from the chandelier like Sia. Now we have our umbrella like Rihanna and mm-hmm. we're going to like, you know, shelter ourselves. Well, and what you can do with that is you can protect the rest of the. So there's this is like the choice here is two candles have gone out. Mm-hmm. So you've seen the ramifications of 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 the chandelier falling, whether it was this person's fault or not, whether they themselves were swinging from the chandelier or the chandelier was just fucking going. Yeah. Um, they see the ramifications and they have a they have this choice. They're keeping themselves dry, but they also with that umbrella can keep the other candles lit. Exactly. They can take them with them, they can leave them there, they can they can do whatever they need to. And I also find it very interesting that the wands are depicted by candles themselves because that means you know. For years I always said that if I was gonna create a tarot deck, which I won't because I can't draw with worth shit but if i was gonna create a tarot deck i always wanted one where the wands were candles but the or you know like started out like with fire but then the different as you progress through Mm -hmm. the sources for fire got bigger and bigger and bigger or brighter and brighter and brighter like went from a match to 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 like a candle to a candlestick to like a whole torch to a chandelier and this deck did that and i was like there's literally no point in me even like i mean done and done somnia you know you can still you can still do it in your own interpretation but what i find interesting is that all of the candles are burnt at different levels they're not equal Mm -hmm. they're not the same well neither and, and that mimics the the wands mm-hmm. and the nine of wands from the Smith Rider weight because those can't those wands those candles those wands are not level either. Yes, 
Yes. And again, I guess the, the interpretation maybe like in the Somnia could be a little bit darker because it's, I think it's a, a little bit of a darker deck, but, um, I think again, it's like, yeah, we can take the choice to go over there and, you know, shelter these candles so they don't burn out. Or we could learn from the ones that have blown out since they're not melting. We can blow the candles out ourselves and take them with us and go wherever we need to, mm-hmm. you know? So that like, that's, I feel like the slight interpretation that might be a little bit different um, from. Well, know. and it's like the lens. So it's like the lens. So like, and I feel like the Somnia Tarot takes you to a different it takes you to a different place than the Smith Rider weight. The same way that like the Ostara tarot deck would mm-hmm. take you to a different place almost emotionally yeah. than the Somnia would. That's like a vast difference. Or the Spirit Song tarot, which is full of like the mm-hmm. Evie's tarot deck, like yeah. full of the very pretty pastel animals. Like yeah. it's going to take you to a different place. The Somnia, and we'll talk about this more, the Somnia takes you to a more somber place. Yeah, It's, it's a much more, I wouldn't say melancholy, but I would say a much more somber deck where it makes you think a little bit harder through the imagery. And, you know, the Smith Rider Waite is full of primary colors. Both of these cards are primarily blue. The Smith Rider Waite, it's a brighter blue, brighter skies ahead, brighter... Yeah, and in the Smith Rider Waite, there is no water in the background. It's no. mountains and sky, whereas the Nine of Wands in the Somnia, it is on an ocean, on a rock, and you see light reflecting off of the water in the ocean, and that kind of imagery evokes a different thing because we we symbolize water with a lot of unconscious thinking a, a lot of emotion so i think even the nine of wands with this person standing far away with rihanna standing with her umbrella far away looking at the chandelier and seeing how the chandelier itself reflects in the water it distorts the water itself distorts how you look at the mm-hmm. light itself and distorts how the chandelier looks well it kind of like makes you think about like what actually if we're talking about the suit of wands in regards to talking about light and fire and creativity, it's a different way of seeing. It's a different way of illumination. Mm-hmm. You don't specifically need mm-hmm. something in your hand on fire to create yeah. something better or yeah. create something that illuminates and matters. I would say that this water that's reflecting what fire is left is mm-hmm. maybe you didn't do what you meant to do. Maybe your chandelier didn't stay lit. The way you wanted it to. Yeah. But look what it did do. But look what it did do and look how the fire still survives in spite of the water. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, like going back to like thinking of like not thinking about how it failed or what is good and bad, but what the possibilities are. You know, you can still go and pick up those candles and light them in another place. You can still Mm -hmm. pick up that chandelier. You know, you can still do whatever you want with it. And they can still coexist at the same time. So even if you are feeling, you know, drowned or dragged down by this kind of emotional weight of water, you have accomplished so much more and you have you have your own wisdom again with that, you know, mm-hmm. umbrella, Ella, Ella. Umbrella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> so do you have anything else? I think we covered, I think we covered the Nine I of think Wands. So. I so. I feel like that was a very wonderful rush of creation again um when i started this you know honoring journey like when i started this i don't know when she pulled the card i was just i really don't know what i can offer i don't know what this is about (laughs) and honestly i have no clue all i see is a person with sticks like i don't i don't know what you want me to do with the person with sticks but 
this podcast in and of itself as the episode, as it moved on, you can see how our journey has carried us to where we are and how we're like, oh, look at this stick. Look at this stick. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at all these different angles. They're all valid. They're all right. And they all are. And now me looking back on the podcast, very meta about the nine of wands. I don't have enough money for you to say that word to pay Facebook. No. For you to steal that. (laughs) Uh, Nope. Nope. Very, you know, not Facebook meta, but like very our own term by the Webster Dictionary meta. Um, <laughs> looking back, seeing I my, don't have enough money to pay Webster's either. What <laughs> uh, maybe one day they'll sponsor us? But <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Webster's Dictionary and pop artists. So yeah, looking back, it's like oh, I personally have gone through my own Nine of Wands journey in this episode itself. It's like I there there are moments I guarantee you. Listen back to the beginning. I'm just like rambling bumbling but now i'm here and i'm like ah wisdom creation i am being so in a reading going forward when you pull this card how Mm. is how are you going to read this card going forward for yourself for myself i think first and foremost i think the pause is a good thing to do because i think when we read for ourselves especially i have a hard time reading for myself compared to others um, my mind gets in the way of itself uh, a lot of the times. I'm a very airy person. I have a lot of air placements if you want to talk about astrology. But that's not this podcast. Um, so <laughs> that's nope. Gabe, Gabe's spinoff, maybe. Um, but his eyes widened. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but if I'm I going- did, I did have someone ask if Gabe did readings, and I was like. I don't actually know don't if know. he would do do readings. Maybe one day. We, we he's shrugging. He's we, shrugging. Maybe, he's nodding. He's shrugging. Maybe. Um, possibilities, you know. Um, but if I were to read for myself, the first thing I do is pause because, you know, I, again, my mind gets in the way. And that's what the card kind of ref- wants to reflect on you to do. And mm-hmm. then can really consider where you have, where you were to where you have been, you know. If you're going to relate a song to this, do start a bottom, start it from the bottom. Now we're here, you know, start it from the bottom. Now exactly. We're here. I'm just here to give you all of the musical associations you want and need for tarot cards. <laughs> so start it from the bottom. Now we're here. Literally look at all the things you have done before and what they have created until now and what they have given to you and and really take an inventory of them. And just be in that moment without judgment, without fear of simply being and saying like, okay, I didn't know what I didn't know, but now I know where it grew. Mm -hmm. I know where it shot. I know where it could go. And now I can like consider all these possibilities, you know, and look how far I've come. Yeah. And it is. And and if, and if you pull this card and the way and the way exactly that. And if I pull this card in a reading for myself or for others, I always say, like, take a in your mind, make a list or, or literally make a list of all of the things you've been trying to do. And you've either felt like there were blockages or you felt like or the things you were really proud of that happened that you felt like it was just a really a really clear path forward. Um, take a minute and really think to yourself, OK. 
what is open to me now? Mm. Like what direction? Because this is in the eight, you, you make a choice in the seven and the eight, you're just suspended. In the nine, you see where it happened. And then in the 10, you get to figure out, you make that final decision. Yeah. Where am I going? Yeah. So after you reflect, it's time to gather. Yeah. So what do you gather? What do you leave? And where do you go? It's really it's a it's a really beautiful card of both reflecting mm -hmm. and then fucking dedicating <laughs> yourself to, to what is left or what yeah. there is. Um, it's kind of the yellow brick road of situations yeah, like a yellow fork in the road. <laughs> it's goodbye. yellow brick. It is. It is that. Um, Ian, thank you so much. I'm a, before oh. I dive into the collective reading. Can you tell people what you're doing, where else they can hear your voice? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> And just kind of your your situationship relationship with tarot as is. Do you take do you take uh, clients sure. or people? So um, <clears throat> my name is Ian DePriest. You can find me on every single social. Um, I am a musician. I am also a voice actor. I was recently cast in a, another podcast called Greater Boston that you can go listen to. I'll be in the latest season of it um i was also in kalila stormfires magical economical magic services you were a werewolf i was a werewolf um that is a beautiful <laughs> podcast it's over now but it's it's done by the beautiful um lisette alvarez um hopefully i pronounce your name correctly um but that one if if you're into the ooky spooky and the magical that's a beautiful audio podcast about a witch trying to help her community um but Aside from that, uh, you asked me if I take clients. I have not actually taken any clients for tarot readings, but I'm more than willing to even to start considering. Um, <laughs> he will take you into consideration will, if you message him. <laughs> He's not saying he'll do it. He's just saying he'll consider you. Listen, we again, nine of wands, potential <laughs> energy that went somewhere. Hey, I think I planted a seed with one of these wands and like. If people are really interested in me reading for them, I will I just DM me. Find me on the Instagrams, on the Twitters, even on the Tiki Talkies. I'm there, too. Um, it's just Ian DePriest. And it's just like it sounds D-E-P-R-I-E-S-T. Um, I'll have his link to his Instagram uh, in the bio in the yeah. show notes. Not my bio, but in the show notes of this episode. Yeah. And I have an EP that's been out for a couple of years, but I'm in the process of writing another one. Um, so a lot of a lot of different things, really, for me, a lot of different wands again, yeah. nine of wands. And you can find that EP on. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere you can find music. It's 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 out in the ether. Listen, I've not been kind to Spotify on this podcast. I don't even remember my password <laughs> for people to review this podcast on Spotify. Don't feel bad. OK. <laughs> OK. Um, thank you so much, Ian. Thank all you of your information. Me. I'll find all of those links and I'll put yeah. them in the show notes so people can find it. And I think I can even potentially find a link for your iTunes. Yeah. For your music as yeah. well. Not yes. for Spotify, because again, I can't get on it. <laughs> okay. Spotify reps, we need some uh, technical assistance. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that. They don't they do don't that. Do that. So, sorry. Oh, Spotify techs, I don't know who to call. As we all know, though, it is the uh, it is now the part of the podcast where I get on and try to password recovery my Spotify account. No, it's not. I will not do that. It is the collective reading um, this coming week. The energy we are looking at is the two of wands. We've talked about the two of wands a couple weeks ago. It was in the reverse that time. Now it's completely upright. Um, in the Smith Rider weight, this is a person in one hand, they hold the world in one hand, they hold a stick and there's another stick beside, like kind of behind them. It kind of creates a doorway. Uh, 
when you pull this card, it's talking about exploration, exploration of self, exploration of the world, um, exploration of a gift or a talent or something here. But I think at this point, take it really literally. Use social media, use repeatable news sources. I'm dead serious, you guys. Use them to hold the world in your hands and look directly at what is happening. Do not choose apathy. Pay attention. I promise you, pay attention this week. And and then don't overwhelm yourself, but find little ways to help. Little ways. Don't overwhelm yourself financially or emotionally or mentally, but find little ways to help. It's going to be important. I promise you. That is the very short and sweet collective reading for you all. I would like to leave now, Gabe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.